Okay, so how to calculate your market share. Find the number of new listings last month for your city, the city or cities that you service. Take that number and find the number of shoots that you did in that city. Then you divide those two and you get a percent. So that percent is the market share that you own. That's what you're shooting for. So just easy math. Mm -hmm. If your city had a thousand total listings, new listings in February, and you shot 100 of them, you have a 10% market share. So the same thing's gonna happen if listings go down to 500, you should track if you still have 10%. So did you shoot 50 listings? Mm -hmm. If listings go up to 3,000, Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. With your hosts, Todd Kivimaki and Craig Magro. Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. Uh, Spiro is a software platform designed to help you manage your real estate media business and, and really scale it and grow it. Um, it's an extremely flexible platform. So uh, that's what Spiro is all about. I'm your host of the Spiro Podcast, Craig Magram, uh, also business development specialist for WOW Video Tours. And uh, a, a personal uh, little note, I'm a, I'm a ham radio operator as well. So there you go, a little bit about my Myself. And then uh, back with us on the episode this week, our founder, our our owner, and uh, football fantasy football enthusiast Todd Kifabaki. Uh, yeah, thank you, Craig. Yes, I am. I am. I sure am the huge fantasy football fan. I, I, uh, yeah, that's a complete joke. I know you can't tell I'm joking right now, but I was actually kicked out of a league with my good buddies because <laughs> oh, I, I, I was just on auto draft and I would never sub anyone in that had a buyer that was injured. So they actually kicked me out because I didn't take it seriously enough. Seriously. So, yeah, then I got in the, in the league with the, with the, with us with the small group we have at church. So, uh -huh. and, and they didn't kick me out. So it was kind of nice <laughs> to be accepted for my flaws of fantasy football. I never knew that about you, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I, I could I could get into ham radio, but I'm not going to bore our viewers or listeners with that. It's really nerdy, but it's really fun. So anyway, all right. Well, I'm going to let you uh, kind of take things over from here. I've just already derailed us for the for the episode. Yeah. Hey, you are good, Craig. Thank you all for listening and tuning in today. It's good to be back. Uh, you guys had a nice episode with Craig and Derek last week and uh, diving into some of those numbers. You know, the numbers and the metrics really tell the story. Uh, thank you for jumping back on with us again this week. We're happy to bring some new content to you today. We're going to look at numbers, but a little bit from a different standpoint, not so much from an accounting standpoint, but just from a theory and a sales standpoint. So um, thanks for coming back. We hope you grab something uh, that is useful to you. Uh, reach out to us, send me an email, hello at Spiro.media. If you'd like to see the software, shoot me an email. You can sign up at Spiro.media. There's some information on there as well. We've got some new exciting releases coming out. Uh, we have our tasks that are launched and out working on a Vimeo integration and also a Merge Fleet integration, which that probably doesn't mean anything to you. But uh, just to fill you in, the Merge Fleet is actually the algorithm that we wrote for wow our real estate media company that shoots over twelve thousand jobs a year 80 percent of those are video and we actually don't use human editors um we use this merge fleet and it is now integrated or i'm testing it inside of spiro so uh more to come very excited about what's yet to come but um thank you for tuning in
Absolutely. Absolutely. If you, if you have a, a topic that you're curious about uh, on the business side of real estate media, uh, again, drop us an email, hello at Spiro.media. All right. So Todd, this year, or this episode, you said we're going to be diving into some different types of numbers and mm -hmm. um, it, it's, it's proving to be really an interesting first quarter of 2023, um, at least in our neck of the woods and in, in the markets that we're in. So can, can you talk a little bit about the, the state of the real estate industry that we're in, in terms of those numbers and what you're seeing from wow video tours point of view? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So to give all you listeners just an idea. So while video tours covers uh, most of Ohio, uh, some of Indiana, Southern Michigan, Northern uh, the north side of northern Kentucky area, and then we're in Charlotte, North Carolina. So those markets range from Charlotte, North Carolina, and Columbus being our largest to, you know, I'm in the middle of a cornfield in northwest Ohio, so a much <laughs> smaller market. And this even connects to other smaller markets like a Van Wert and, and markets of that size. So uh, we are, I think we're seeing a good segmentation of the market. Now, we don't have a, uh, you know, a huge metropolitan area to pull metrics from like a Chicago in LA, a New York, Miami, mm -hmm. things like that. Talk to some of those people we've been talking, uh, but we um, we have seen that listings are still down. Um, yeah. You know this this part of the time, this time of the year for uh, a lot of the U.S. is cold or cooler, and that is a time where people are coming out of the holidays. Uh, they're coming out of um, being used to extremely low interest rates mm -hmm. and there's some uncertainty as to what's going to happen in 2023. So um, we have seen numbers down, trending down about 15% and at wow. And um, I think it's going to continue to do that for a little bit longer. Um, you know, three to six months pending the location you're in that you're in. Uh, I do think though, in the back half of the year, that we will see signs of growth. And I actually think that we will catch up to what we've missed out in the front half of the year. Really? What, what, on, on what basis? Yeah, an interesting stat, Craig. So we looked at February numbers for a while and we had 53 new clients between all of our markets. Okay. So 53 new clients to wow that have never used us before. Now, we're going to get into this a little bit later in the podcast, but we as WOW and, and we as uh, our business development team, so that's our sales team, has been mm -hmm. working extremely hard at meeting, at setting appointments, building relationships, taking in lunches, uh, you know, to lunch and learns or taking in breakfast to a Tuesday morning meeting. Uh, they have been working extremely hard at just building relationships. And I think we're beginning to see some of that come through. The difficult thing is, and, and, and you all have probably experienced this, and send me an email with your experience, but you talk to a realtor, and just because you talk to a realtor, that realtor might absolutely love you and want to use your services, but they don't have a listing right now. Right, exactly. And quite honestly, they might not have a listing for three or six months pending the size of the realtor that they are. That, just to be transparent, is a little tricky for us to track because you're trying to find attribution. 
attribution being, uh, you know, what does the sales cycle as you run people through the funnel, when do they convert? So when do they buy from you? Mm -hmm. If you talk to someone six months ago and they finally buy from you six months later, you know, that, that is a very long period. And, um, and, and so that makes, that makes the sales a little bit tricky. Yeah. Uh, now, Craig, you, you've been in, so you're in our Northern markets and you have been building these relationships. What, what are you seeing on your end? Cause I think you have some great insight for our listeners. Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to reflect exactly what you just said that, that listings are down. I, I was speaking with one of my clients, um, that she's been in real estate. I believe it's for 22 or 23 years. And she said, Craig, I've never seen this low of inventory in, in this, this tight of a situation. Um, and she has no listings right now. Now, this is this is a realtor who has plenty of experience, well ingrained in the community, has tons of contacts and, and networking, um, you know, not somebody that is just slouching off and, and not taking her career seriously. So to hear her say, yeah, things are, are tight right now. They're very, very challenging. Um, you know, despite the relationship, she said, Craig, we're going to continue to use WoW Video Tours for sure. Because um, I, I checked up on her. We hadn't heard from her in a while. And you always want to follow up with, with clients, let them know that they're appreciated and you don't take their business for granted. Mm -hmm. But just the reality of the situation is she just doesn't have any listings. And that's not the only one I've, I've heard that from. Um, again, people that are verbally saying, yeah, we're, we're still committed to using you. It's, it's nothing with you guys. It's just there's nothing out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is, I think we're seeing that. Let us know, send me an email. Hello at Spiro.media. What does your market look like? Uh, let me know your market and let me know what you're seeing. I'll, I'll compile a list and we'll share it next week on the podcast of what we get. Um, but let me know what you're seeing. You know, I'm sure there's some pockets out there where it's actually the complete opposite. Um, you know, I, I'm sure we see a little bit of everything across the U.S. Um, but that is very interesting to see what's going to come. Um, so now the question is, so, so what can I do? So listings are down. Okay. That is something that is out of your control. You can't control it. So there's no reason to focus on it. We, we, we can check the newest report. Uh, by the way, if you're looking for these reports, search your local MLS and they have these numbers. They're typically one to two months behind but you can go to the MLS website and you can grab these numbers that I, I think virtually every MLS gives some sort of information and it's public as to the number of new listings, the number of, uh, you know, expired and all those different categories. But you can find that on the MLS website. Um, OK, so you know what it is. We can't do anything about it. I, we we wish we could. We, we can't change <laughs> it. Uh, so what are we going to do on focus? What are we going to do to focus on? Well, one thing that we focus on at WOW is we look at market share. And right. what, what market share is, is it's the percent of the market that you shoot for. So, for example, uh, or what this gauges and what this tells you is if the market's down, are you still shooting the same percent of jobs? as when the market's up. Yes, your number of jobs is down because listings are down. Right. So listings are potential shoots for you, but are you still capturing the same percent? Or are you growing in percentages? So that's a very interesting stat that we look at. And that's kind of a good gauge for us is to see if we're growing. Uh, you know, I mentioned that we shot for 52 new clients last month in February. 
and that's a short month. So I was, mm-hmm. I was thrilled with that number. So that means that we grew 52 new clients. Uh, now, one interesting thing that Craig said is how many clients are we not shooting for anymore? Uh, you know, we, we keep contact with a lot of them, but we can't talk to all of them. Um, if you can talk to all your clients, I would continue to talk to all of them. So you're going to have some new clients in, but you're going to have some clients go out the back door too. Maybe they go to a competitor, maybe they go to their cell phone. Uh, so those are just some things mm-hmm. to another variable that's difficult to track. But if you take, okay, so how to calculate your market share. I'll stay on track. Sorry, Craig. Sorry, listeners. Find <laughs> the number of new listings last month for your city the city or cities that you service. Take that number and find the number of shoots that you did in that city. Then you divide those two and you get a percent. So that percent is the market share that you own. That's what you're shooting for. So just easy math. Mm -hmm. If your city had a thousand total listings, new listings in February, and you shot 100 of them, you have a 10% market share. So the same thing's going to happen. If listings go down to 500, you should track if you still have 10%. So did you shoot 50 listings? Mm -hmm. If listings go up to 3,000, you should shoot 300 of those if you have the same market share. So that is a number that stays consistent when the listings fluctuate. Again, remember, Mm -hmm. listings are out of your control. Market share is in your control. Yeah. And, and there's various ways to, to try and grow that market share. So you said, looking at the back half of the year, it's actually, you see some trends that are looking good for wild video tours. Is it because, because of that market share number for us is starting to creep up a little bit? So yeah, that does help. It's still early with some of that data. Uh, Okay. A lot of that is we've been talking to a lot. I've been talking to a lot of brokers managers, just what they Mm. think. A lot of them think that it's going to be very slow. Again, remember, we have interest rates that were astronomically higher than what they used to be. Now, Mm. remember, interest rates still historically are not that bad. They're actually at a very, they're a a healthy level. Uh, You can't loan money for 2%. It just, it's not sustainable. It doesn't make sense in the overall scheme of economics. So seven, eight percent is historically an average. Now that doesn't help though, because everybody's used to getting free money at basically two percent. Right. You know, I think I think I refinanced my house on a 15-year loan. I got like two and a quarter. I was like, darn it, I wish I would have gotten two. (laughs) (laughs) Greedy. That was greedy there. (laughs) Yeah. And that was a 15-year loan. I could have gotten lower with a 30-year, but I'm not getting all the interest. So it's it's a mindset shift. Everybody who's in a house who's at two and a half or three and a half percent is like, yeah, this house really isn't that bad. I'm not paying eight <laughs> percent. They're like, right. I really don't, honey. I really don't mind that the kids share a bedroom. Yeah. Uh, so we have to get over that. That's the first thing, Craig. The second thing is a lot of data um, and um, that I've that I've heard, and these are people that you know, uh, Keller Williams, for example example, Gary Keller, they just had their kickoff a couple weeks ago, talked to one of the managers at a Keller Williams, um, seeing the same thing, talked to an owner that owns uh, a Cobalt Banker that has 600 agents, seeing the same thing, thinking we're going to trend in the same way. There's some uncertainty with the market. Everybody's like, what's inflation? What is going on with all everything in the news? 
what's going on with interest rates, what's going on. There's still a war in the world going on. So there's just yeah. a lot of uncertainty that that I think needs to be ironed out and will start to flush itself out. And people still want to move, though. Um, you know, yeah. just remember the number one driver of the economy is the housing market. So hmm. you still have people that um, and that's always going to run that way. Um, so people do want to move. People get tired of where they're at. People need a different home. We just have to get some of these factors out of the way for right. listings to come back. Okay. So let's talk since market share in, in this kind of market, market share is what we're really aiming for to grow our businesses, even if mm -hmm. listings are down. Let's mm -hmm. talk about some of the ways that we can increase our market share as real estate media companies. Great. Yes. So first thing is you can get new client, more clients. Yep. So clients that have never used you before, if they use you, you are increasing your market share. Right. No brainer there. Uh, no brainer. So how do I get new clients? Okay. We already, number one, build, build good relationships. Mm -hmm. Just get to know them, show them that you care. That's one thing, Craig, that you said, show them that you care. Yeah. Uh, when, when people call in and they place an order, we celebrate with them. Yeah. Oh, congrats. That's all. You know, I just took an order the other day. It was a 395. Wow, that's all. 395, congrats. That's a great listing. Yep. Because those are hard to get. So celebrate with your clients. Show them that you care. Um, I, can I give an example? Yeah, go ahead, Craig. Here's another way of celebrating. So I just took a, an inbound phone call uh, just two days ago, uh, a new realtor in a brokerage in one of our markets that said, yeah, our broker said that we have a special program with you. And so this is my very first listing. I'm like, fantastic. Thank you for asking us to be a part of helping you market your, and it was her own home. Um, so <laughs> she, she's selling her own home, which is a huge deal because that, to that realtor, I mean, every home, every listing is important to them, but especially when it's your own, you're, you you want to do the best that you can. And the fact that they trusted us to help them be, you know, be a part of their marketing team, um, don't take that lightly. Yes, yeah, celebrate it with them. And especially I, my favorite is is the new realtor and getting their first listing. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm so excited for you. And thank you. Just always show gratitude. Um, the mm -hmm. thing that I, I do to try and build those relationships <clears throat> with new clients and, and longtime clients alike is we never take your business for granted. I just want to thank you for choosing us again. Um, I know there's other you know, other companies out there that you could be working with. And um, I, I had another realtor up in, in our Michigan market that I happened to notice a few of her listings on Instagram. We didn't shoot. Well, it was something that was outside of our market and it was a, a lower end property and they just, they just chose to take their own photos. But she said, no, Craig, we're, we're committed to you. It's just, these are a couple of one-offs, but yeah, let's have you in and talk with, with the entire brokerage again. So it's just staying on top of things and letting people know you care. So mm, thank you. That, yeah. That's my heart in how I approach a lot of, a lot of the relationships I have with our clients is just care about them as human beings. They're, mm. they're trying to put food on the table and take care of their families just like we are. Yeah, exactly. And they're trying to figure out what the heck is going on with yeah. this market as well. They're, right. you know, they're that this is just like it's your livelihood out there, all the listeners and our livelihood, it's their livelihood as well. Yeah. And they're, these are some uncertain times mm -hmm. um, with what the heck's going to happen. Yeah, we got to be in so it with them. We do. You, you have to be all in and a partnership is really what they will appreciate being there for them, listening to them. Uh, I, I guess one thing is how many of you listeners out there, how many of you write a handwritten note to some of your VIPs or some of your clients? You know, that's a huge thing that we, yeah, 
just a, a simple box of simple box of thank yous. Yeah. Um, we have, we've got stacks. We had wow video tours branded and, um, cards printed on really heavy, nice card stock or, or yeah, card stock, yeah. I guess it is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I send those out. Another thing is, is if send out one or two of those a day mm. and start your day with that. And the cool thing about that is, is number one, you're going to reach two clients and they're going to be like, wow, this, and you know, this person thought of me, but two, that's a simple way to start your day to accomplish a task that you can get a win mm -hmm. uh, just mentally. And I won't go too deep into this, but doing a task at the beginning of your day that you do and you succeed at is a fabulous way to start mm -hmm. your day. Yeah. And so that kills two birds with one stone. There is writing a simple handwritten thank you card heck use chat gpt and and have them <laughs> have them write your thank you no i mean it's out there we're, we'll do an episode on that of how we're using it but if you want the ai to write your thank you card type it in there and have the ai write your thank you card um so anyways i, I digress L let me go back <laughs> okay well what else, yeah what else do we have <laughs> Okay. So how do we, okay. Other ways that, wow. Other ways that we are, um, finding success and selling to new clients. Okay. So you're asking me, okay, Todd, you got 52 new clients. Great. How did you do it? Well, one relationships mm -hmm. Two, we are launching and innovating new things. Okay. Zillow 3d is a simple one. Um, mm -hmm. Zillow 3d it's coming out now. I'm not even going to go down the discussion of Zillow 3d and, why are they doing it? Is Zillow just trying to put us all out of business? You know what? It's the next shiny object. And if you have the relationship with your client, they're not going to go to Zillow. Okay. <laughs> if you don't have the relationship, Zillow is going to try to pluck them away from you. Yeah. Okay. But right now we looked at the data. The product is not bad. It's not a high-end product. Mm -hmm. It's easy to shoot. Processing's free for you. Okay, free. You can't get any better than that. It gives a floor plan that agents want right now. It links the photos and then it does the, you know, the 360 circular spots. So that's a great upgrade. Now, I will say that you're going to get a little bit of a different response with every agent about Zillow. <laughs> I just talked to one yesterday. And she's like, she's like, yeah, I, I just, I, I can't support Zillow. I just don't do it. You know, I even tried this is one I've worked with for 15 years mm -hmm. and I even tried to give some sell points at, you know, listings with Zillow 3d, they're finding get 68% more views than listings without Zillow 3d. You know, I'm going through these stats. Like, yeah, I, I just, I, I can't do it. So that's the first one we launched. Um, second one we launched was floor plans. So that's coming up for us. If you're not doing floor plans right now, there's systems out there to do it. Um, Cuba Cost is a great one and there's others. We're not sponsored by any of these, any of these. Although any of these people I mentioned, if you want to send me a check, I will put it in my bank right. account and send you a, a wow thank you note. So we're not sponsored by these people. So you can use whatever floor plan system you want. Uh, that's one thing that we just put in that um, is going to be launching here soon. That's needed. Um, uh, automatic scheduling. If you're not doing automatic scheduling, you should, mm -hmm. um, you just simply should. Uh, it's one thing that we at wow just switched to a couple months ago because we finally got it written and we, it handles all of the 3 million cases that we have with restrictions <laughs> and driving and all this and that, uh, our people love it. Our clients love yeah. automatic scheduling. Um, if you don't have marketing assets, a marketing toolkit, 
with flyers and social media, you need to have it. So that's another thing that our clients have been loving. Craig, what else, what, what else have we done that we're, um, well, we talked about the, uh, the strong relationships, um, easier systems. You just uh, mentioned that with, with automatic scheduling. I know mm-hmm. we're getting, we're getting a client in Toledo back, um, partly because of the automatic scheduling. That was something they had been looking for that we didn't have at the time. Um, so that's good. Um, asking for referrals, something that, that easy to increase market share. And, yes, you know, now that I'm back in the Toledo market, th- this was my old market with my old, my old business, but now doing it for a while. I, I'm asking for referrals. Um, hey, I'm back. Can you mention it to so-and-so? And just, again, build build those relationships through referrals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so how do I do that? It's as simple as this. So I think I mentioned a couple weeks, a couple podcasts ago that, that I was going to sit with our largest client. Um, it's an individual. It's um, a Cobalt Banker. Uh, and they have about 600 agents, a very large cobalt banker. We've been with them for over a decade. Hmm. And, um, these are extremely important people to us. Um, not that every client is not, but these are, you know, uh, another thing is take care of your VIPs, uh, make sure they they're taken care of. So I sat with the owner sat with then the two next and, uh, you know, the, the three high ups decision makers in the company. And, um, we announced what was happening, um, with all of our updates, um, and we announced um, some other things inside their company. And this is, again, this is a company that we have a brokerage deal with. So um, I, I won't hit on that because we have many podcasts about brokerage deals, but this is like, this is like my ace in my pocket. Um, <laughs> and he was ecstatic about where we were at. And um, at the end of the meeting, we were getting ready to, to um, you know, all leave and say our goodbyes uh, or before we said the goodbyes i said i said i need some help i said his name said hey i need some help he's like yeah what, what can i do for you i'm like i need the broker in this city and i and i gave the name and i gave the city he's like oh yeah i sit on a board with him he's like i got him right here i'll text him right here for you <laughs> so the amazing thing is is not only is this the broker of that city but this is a broker over 60 different offices that I then a couple days later had a meet and greet via zoom with, uh, the owner of the, uh, of both companies. And Hmm. so it's just as simple as that. Uh, you know, so that I'm still, I got him over a proposal, the, the new, uh, owner and, um, it's going to take some time. Mm -hmm. Broker deals always take time, but these are things that just, how do you ask for a referral? When people are happy with you, say, hey, could you help me out a little bit? Mm-hmm. Who do you know that might appreciate our services? Now, that's a tough one. That, that sometimes you don't get an answer because they say, oh, let me think about it. The best way is to know who you want or a couple people that you want and ask for an introduction to those people. Mm-hmm. So, um, Craig, do you have any tips on how you ask for referrals? Honestly, Todd, I, I try and keep it within a brokerage. Um, I, I had a conversation with with one of my, our clients uh, about a month ago, and she said, "Yeah, when I first started using you guys, you know, you were my secret weapon, and uh, <laughs> now now I see a lot of people using you, and and it's not, uh, you know, you're not my ace in the hole. I, I still love my relationship with you. I'm going to keep using you, but 
it, it was basically she was saying my competition is using you now also and i could tell that um to try and ask her for a referral to somebody outside of her brokerage just wouldn't fly um within a brokerage they're they're still competing somewhat but they're more likely to work with each other because they are within the same brokerage so if there's another uh, another a realtor that you're trying to get business from within their own brokerage, I would just very casually say, Hey, I, I've noticed so-and-so, you know, um, looks like they might be using their own uh, cell phone photos or mm -hmm. something that we could really help them improve their game as well. Would you be willing to make an introduction, you know, whether it's an e-introduction or in person and, and mm -hmm. keep it that way? Um, because you're, you position yourself as trying to help the brokerage. We want to help, you know, such and such mm -hmm. brokerage and help others within your, your sphere to, to build the company as a whole. So take, I, I would do it that way. I, I personally, it, it's kind of awkward to ask for a referral to a competitor, a competitive mm -hmm. competing brokerage. That yeah. was a lot of words for a very simple concept. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> No, no, that, that, that is very good. You know, you have to, you might just have to fill out the client and see uh, what you think is possible by, by how well you yeah. know them. Um, but I do think when you stay within a brokerage, it's, it's all for the brokerage. So mm -hmm. even though they compete, it's a little light, it's a little less because they're at the same company. Right. Um, and you know what, if you don't ask, if you do ask, yeah, if you do ask, what's the worst that can happen? They can just say, yeah, I'm going to think about it. Or they just say no. Say, okay, mm -hmm. you know, just move on from there. Um, but don't overthink it, but use that time spot. Uh, another idea related to referrals is maybe you institute a referral program where you give them a $50 mm -hmm. credit for every referral that they give that orders with you. And, and that's mm -hmm. something that, that we offer sometimes as well. Um, in fact, I, uh, somebody that was in a BNI group that I was, I was in a couple of years ago, I had lunch with him and, um, he's excited and he's going to start using us and nobody else at their small brokerage does. He flipped over our, our brochure and saw the $50 referral. He goes, Oh, $50. Yeah, I'll be talking. <laughs> it was funny the, the way he reacted to that, but it caught his attention, you know, and anything they can yeah. do to save money. A lot of times they're going to do that. So yeah, if they can help you build your business and they get, you know, they get some credit towards their, their appointments with you. It's, it's a good motivator. It is. Remember you are selling salespeople, realtors yeah, are salespeople. Right. So yeah. just yeah. keep that in mind. I mean, you, if you put an offer that's good enough out there, uh, yeah. you know, they're going to want to take advantage of it. Yeah. I I've actually told a couple realtors, look, I know you're a salesperson. Yes. This is a sales role for me. I can't sell you on this, but what I can do is find out what your goals are and then see what, what we have in house that can help you reach those goals. And if, if it's a good fit, great, but I'm not going to try and pressure you. I can't because you know, this game and I I've gotten a couple of smirks and people now, you know, they, they nod, mm -hmm. they get it. Um, mm -hmm. but if you're trying to help them grow their business and you're being honest about it, you know, you have a good shot at, at building a partnership with them. Yeah, Craig, that is so good. I just want to make sure that all listeners out there just it's probably worth rewinding. Those are very that is a line that if you're not using it, please use it. <laughs> and another thing is, is please mean it when you say yeah. it, yeah. because if you don't mean it, this goes back to I don't know how many podcasts ago we we talked about the difference between serving versus selling right uh, to serve your client. 
you just don't want to sell them something once and then yeah. not see value in it. What's that going to do? You know, uh, I referenced the individual we shot for for 15 years, this brokerage that we have this incredible relationship for 10 years, over a decade. You know, I, I don't want to do one or two with them. I want to serve them. I want to create a partnership with them. So just tell them that. Be sincere with them. And Craig, right. those are that's a fabulous way to get someone to go, oh, okay, cool. He He's not trying to pull one over on me. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're shooting yourself in the foot if you do that. And mm-hmm. and I am and relationships are important to me. And that's that's part of what I missed when I wasn't doing this was the relationships that I had built. I genuinely liked the people I worked with and I wanted them to genuinely like me and and have a, a long, fruitful uh, re- business relationship, but also get to know them as people. You know, I'm friends with with a lot of the realtors that that I work with. I'm friends with them on Facebook, you know, on Instagram. We follow each other. We, you know, they see our, my posts about my boys, and you know, they'll ask me about my boys. I ask them about their kids and the gymnastics meets. Mm-hmm. It's just, but you have to do it from, like Todd said, an authentic, um, an authentic position, and not mm-hmm. just try and. F- um, what's the word I'm looking for? Manipulate somebody. If yes. they're going to, they're going to, they're going to smell that a mile away and you're, you're going to mm-hmm. burn yourself and create a reputation for yourself that <clears throat> it, it honestly, I think will kill your business. So just, I, just be authentic, be human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. hundred percent, Craig, really, really, really good insight. That's probably the best nugget of the whole thing right there, Craig. So thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it's it's a challenging market, uh, but it's it's one that we can still thrive in, Todd, um, and look to increase market share, even if listings are down, because then when the market does bounce back and it will, it will bounce mm-hmm. back. And that's the it other will. thing a lot of realtors have told me is, Craig, yeah, this is the worst we've seen it, but it will come back. They're, they're not they're not fearful. They, they're in it for the long game. Uh, those that have made this a career and they know things will come back. You just keep doing the work that you need to do and it will pay off as, as market conditions um, change and, and improve. <laughs> so, yeah, really good insight. Hey, thank you all for spending some time with us today. We hope you found something in here that was helpful. Again, email me, what's your market doing? Uh, if you have a question about your market, Uh, let me know. Or if you just have another question unrelated to whatever we talked about today, but you'd like to talk about it next week or the week after, you can get me at hello at Spiro.media. And I look forward to your email. Uh, If you could help us out, one thing I'll ask, this is where I'll ask for a referral. Uh, (laughs) If you could like the podcast, if you could, if you know another person out there that might not be listening to it, if you could share it with them, uh, I would greatly, we would greatly appreciate it. And, um, if you uh, you know like it or subscribe to it, you'll be notified of the latest podcast right when they come out. So thank all right. you all for doing that. It's exciting to see the growth of this podcast. We really appreciate the support. And we love hearing from you. If Absolutely. you're sitting there, you're like, man, I got something to say or I want to reach. Call me. Literally, my send me an email. Like people to, it's kind of funny because somebody like oh it's you like yes it's me like i'm just i'm in this every day with you guys okay <laughs> you know we're doing this every day there's this weird thing about you hear someone on a podcast and it just seems so surreal to me it's like people are like oh it's you like yeah you email me i'm i'm going to email you back so we're real um, send people me an email yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. so you know, Todd, it's, it, it gives me flashbacks. I worked in broadcast radio for almost 20 years and I'm just me. Okay. I'm not a celebrity. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I'm just, I, I try to be a down to earth person. And you have people that would come up and 
that you're not what I pictured, but yeah, I, I've heard your voice and they, they act like they know you because you've, you've made yourself vulnerable and you've shared things about yourself, maybe in your family. And I've noticed the same thing on the podcast. Those that have gotten a hold of us, they're like, wow, you know, I'm actually talking. It's like, no, it's just us. We're just, we're in the same industry. We're helping each other. We, we love to talk with people. So yeah, please reach out. Yeah. All right. Well, Todd, thank you so much for that insight, uh, increasing market share during uh, some some challenging times. Those of you that are maybe watching on YouTube, don't forget, you can also listen to the audio only version of the podcast. It's on all of the major podcasting platforms, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, all of those. And and conversely, if you've just been listening, but you kind of watch want to watch the video version, check it out. Uh, on YouTube, it's at Spiro Podcast is our our, our handle on the, or handle. Boy, you can tell I'm a ham radio operator, right? I'm just thinking uh, handle that. <laughs> CB, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, it check works. it out. Check it out on uh, on YouTube as well. And um, just want to thank you for taking time to, to listen, uh, to share. Uh, Todd mentioned sharing this. Facebook groups are a great way to, to share the podcast. Um, we're we're in most most of the the major Facebook real estate media groups, um, but they pretty much all have the rule of no no self promotion. We want to respect that, so we really don't talk about Spiro ourselves. Um, but maybe mention it. You can mention it. We can't, and we want to be good community members. So that's a great great place to share the the Spiro podcast. All right. So with that, uh, just be thankful for the blessings you've been given. Uh, take a breath. That's that's what Spiro means is is breath. And uh, just enjoy the things that you've been blessed with. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for the Spiro Podcast, Managing Your Real Estate Photography and Videography Business. This is a production of Spiro and WOW Video Tours. You can find out more about Spiro's real estate media business management software at our website, spiro.media.